missile was just a precaution. You can hardly blame us, Wanda. I think I can. This will be your only warning. Stay out of my home. You don't bother me. I won't bother you. I wish it could be that simple. You've taken an entire town hostage. Well, I'm not the one with the guns, Director. Hello, friends. Welcome to Amalgam, a podcast where we talk about all things Marvel and DC. We are continuing today's episode talking about WandaVision Episode 5. And I'm here with my amazing co-host, Jasmine Page. Jasmine, how are we feeling? I love that you started this with uh, continuing the episode, because this is now the third fucking attempt we've tried to do this. For you guys, we do it all for you. By the way, I do apologize. Every episode I bring up, uh, what's the rating? And we have not given it one yet. But now I think I can safely say it's at least rated PG. So um, (laughs) at least least you have that in your back pocket. Okay, cool. Let's talk about this episode. Finally. Yes. Okay. So, so, okay. We've got WandaVision, episode five. It's called On a Very Special Episode because I think we have a very special guest star. Big reveal, we can jump right to it. Wanda's brother, Pietro, Quicksilver. He's here. I don't... Okay, okay. We're acting like this is the first time. Here we go. I... I'm going to say the same thing I've said, and I'm going to lead into this again. You guys have already heard it a thousand times. I'm not surprised anymore. I'm not surprised. You know what, Jasmine? I'm not even surprised by what you have to say anymore. You know what? You're funny as hell. (laughs) You're a very witty cartoon. Here's the thing, guys. I'm not surprised. I, I... I have ruined this show for me. I do. We do so much research and there's so many theories. I can say that now that Siri is off on Vivian's end. There's so many theories and so many just people looking for everything that unfortunately, Marvel, I do apologize, but I don't feel like there's anything you guys can do anymore that's going to surprise me. And in fact, the fact that you guys brought in, I'm so sorry, Evan Peters, but not the sexy Pietro. How dare you? I mean, that Pietro, I'm yelling. I'm so sorry. Uh, earphone warning, by the way. Um, <laughs> I also feel like that Pietro did not get enough justice, which is fine. I know that you need it for Wanda's development or whatever, but I I don't know. I just wasn't surprised. What about you? I was not surprised either. I was expect, I was expecting a Quicksilver, um, but I wasn't sure which one they would give us. I was, I wasn't, um, I was happy with Evan Peters because like I've said, it will first time for our audience this time jasmine <laughs> hearing this um the third time guys i swear <laughs> to god we have tried everything but the problem is is that vivian and i are amazing and we have great chemistry and when it's not there we riot you're welcome mm-hmm. <laughs> but um oh, damn it what was i gonna say oh <laughs> no evan peters i, I did lost her train of thought last time too sorry yeah, i'm for uh, the same for the same thing too but no, I was expecting, I, I'm happy with Evan Peters because that gives us a doorway to the X-Men. He's the first X-Men ever to cross over into the MCU from the original X. Or Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, because this is the first time that X-Men, or because they were owned by Fox, is like sure. collabing. Oh, the merger, yeah. Yeah, the merger. So he's the first one that they brought in here. He's made history regardless of whether people are happy with Evan Peters Evan or not. You're giving Evan Peters so much right now. Like just, Evan Peters is like, oh, Vivian, stop it, stop it. Right? Like, 
I, if Evan I'm Peters, if you're second, listening, should I be in the room right now? Do you want just a moment with Evan Peters? <laughs> no, but uh, for those of you who don't know, because I'm sure there's some listeners who maybe WandaVision is new to you or Marvel is new to you. Um, Evan Peters is the Quicksilver from the Marvel's X-Men. Mm-hmm. And he made his first appearance as the character uh, in, X- in the X-Men prequel, Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, but from the MCU, we had a different actor. It was Aaron Taylor Johnson who played Pietro, Wanda's brother. I love that he has so many first names. Right? He has Taylor three. Johnson. He has like three different first names, technically. It's very. It's a very attractive look. You know, you don't even need an attractive <laughs> face at that point. You you come in and have that strong of a name, you're booked. You're hired. You're in my bed. Like I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? This opens up a lot for the future of the MCU. Oh yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. We're talking about Wanda right now and. <laughs> Maybe Jasmine needs a moment. We I each do. need a moment with I'm our, having with a our day. Uh, you make each me of record something. <laughs> you make me record something three times and you're not getting Jasmine anymore. It's a whole different beast. But I do want to talk about the episode because uh, it seems like Wanda and Vision got a little um, action, quote unquote, because now they've got little baby twins and they won't shut up. I 100% thought you meant action like that scene where they started fighting, but... <laughs> Other action, in the air. Yes, Can we talk babies. about their superhero poses? We'll get to it. But like, <laughs> like so <laughs> animal, like bird-like. It was crows, majestic. Uh, but no, I'm talking specifically about uh, Wanda and the twins, Tommy and Billy, and the fact that they won't stop crying. And I think you brought it up in our first take of this episode on how the babies are crying. And you noticed that uh, Wanda's magic didn't work. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I think you even asked me what I thought about that, and I could not give you an answer because I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you, I remember, so Jasmine believes that, you know, now that the twins are their own, like, sentient beings, they have their own, you know, self-control, they have their own thoughts, they're their own people, and that's why maybe Wanda's magic doesn't work against him. <laughs> who, is, who is that girl that says something that? so that's, uh, sophisticated? <laughs> but um, I think that, you know, because she still has mind control over other, like everyone else in the town is their own being. They're just mm-hmm. controlled right now by her powers. So it's like, well, why can't she do that with the twins? It just makes me question, is there someone else controlling them who's kind of like, right. has a wall up against magic or Wanda's this magic? This is back to your devil guy theory, right? Just anything to circle back to him. Oh, everything I say circles back everything to my circles to my back to devil guy. <laughs> yes, I, I do. I would agree with that. I know... I know that you and and, uh, our producers have been discussing a lot about your theories in our group chat. And I know you guys even went as far as to say you think uh, Hayward, and we'll get to him too, because that guy's shady as shit. Stuff. Shady as stuff. Um, But I I know you guys even theorized that he is, could be Mephisto. And I've got some some counteractive and positive theories to that as well. But no, I'm with you. I do think that Agnes's husband. I'm sticking with that. I think Agnes's husband, if if mm-hmm. Mephe- if if Mephisto is actually in this series, I think it's Agnes's husband. She's dropped too many key points and, and little things for me well, not I to think it's him. I don't know if you saw this, but there's some theories going around too that Evan Peters is Evan Peters Quicksilver is Mephisto. So I saw at this point, Sparky the dog is Mephisto. Like it's it does. <laughs> All of the theories are out there, you know. I don't know. I I don't. Let's not get too crazy. Let's circle it back. Let's let's get to the our Q80s intro 
with our full our house full vibes. House. Yes, our homage to the Olsen twins. I keep saying that. It's really not. It's an homage to full house. But I, I just think that it's very cute and endearing that, you know, it's Elizabeth Olsen kind of playing in a fun little 80s episode. And it's very clearly inspired by full house, which, mm-hmm. you know, her sisters were on. So I thought that, that and, and, and they're on and the whole episode are about these two twin boys. So I just, the whole mm-hmm. thing is just very cute, kitschy and adorable. I wonder if her sisters watch this show, a, a Google search for another time, but I just think that that's really <laughs> cute. Yeah, it's like, it's like Elizabeth Olsen has almost come, you know, full circle in her family. Almost full house. It's yes. <gasps> almost full house. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was bad. Any hoodle. So the babies won't stop crying. Mm-hmm. Babies won't stop crying. Vision and Wanda are trying. I don't know if you noticed, um, and it's a little bit, you know, Agnes comes in as she does whenever there's a problem. I don't know if you saw that, but he was reading a newspaper that was talking like the homeowner's worker. And the second that Agnes walked in, the newspaper was scrunched up just kind of like how it did in the other episodes. And it was scrunched up to only show H-O-M, which House of M, again, another allusions to this being that again. So yes, just, I didn't catch that, but that's really clever. That's cool. Just so many, so many cute little things. Mm-hmm. But Agnes is coming in in her full little 80s workout. Very cute and adorable. Um, back to them babies, not not shutting up. Yeah, and we see, we see her, uh, th- Wanda wants her to babysit. She offers to babysit, but Vision is not on board. Vision's like, no, Miss Ma'am, when was the last time you washed your hands? You're not touching my babies. And, and that kind of throws out. that throws Agnes off. Yes, that moment. I And you were mentioning it before. I think you said you were at work when you first saw it. And it, it was. I, I, I agree. Vivian, I guess, was at work. Not I guess she was. She was at work kind of having it in the background, which, first of all, we're going to talk about that later, like the fuck. But it wasn't her primary focus. So when that moment happened, because it's eeriness, because of its irregularity and, and just that pause, it makes you question what happened. And I think I even described it as, as just feeling, or you, you said it was awkward. And that's such a great descriptor for it because, I mean, we're kind of used to these little blips at this point, but that one was right at the beginning of the episode and it wasn't, there was no scratch, there was no cleanup, it just was yeah and it almost makes you know the audience the the viewer feel like all right something someone forgot their line someone's going like it just makes you feel like something's off hello uh no i'm kidding you're all good uh, <laughs> i was like no i was showing you a pregnant pause yes do you see how awkward it is though it's the worst and that's what we're feeling i personally had to rewind it again just because I didn't I thought that I had missed something so I'm rewinding it again and no it truly was that really awkward moment and again Vision pulls Wanda aside and is like honey (laughs) the fuck was that and Wanda at this point doesn't care and I don't I don't know how you feel about that Vivian I'm concerned because there's been such a huge switch for Wanda in what she cares about Mm -hmm. and I don't I don't know why yeah, and even Vision says it too. I love how he says it to her in the episode. They used to be much of the same mind, and it's very clear that they're not on board anymore. They're not on the same wavelength. She has different plans, and he's kind of just becoming a pawn to her plan rather than in sync with her. So you saw that as a cute thing. I was immediately reminded that he has no mind, uh, <laughs> and that yeah, I wasn't. It wasn't as cute for me as it was for you. 
I, I, it was sad. I, I appreciated the message, but the in, implications and innuendos behind that were really sad for me because he doesn't, he doesn't understand the truth behind that. And yeah. it's really sad and it's really fucked up. Um, I think that's all my quota for curse words. I've, I've filled my quota for today, just so you guys know. <laughs> Perfect. We can go back to G rating. G rating now. I apologize. Now, now the children can start listening, lest we get to um, more Evan Peters talk later, because it'll <laughs> well, come back up. Um, before we move forward, I want to circle back to uh, Agnes and that weird little awkward blip, because I really think that that was kind of a, like we said, like Vision deciding not to... Uh, like he wasn't on board with Agnes babysitting. Mm. I think that threw Agnes off because I mentioned this last time or an hour ago. Um, I think Agnes is hand in hand with Wanda trying to kind of develop these episodes that, or this reality that Wanda's creating. So you're saying that, and then catch me if I'm wrong, but you're trying to, to insinuate that Wanda and Agnes got together before all of this and are conspiring together to make this happen. Yes, that's probably a clearer way to say it. I I don't know if maybe they got I don't know if they got together before all of this, but I do definitely think that maybe Agnes at some point came to Wanda and was like, "Hey, I know what's going on and I can actually help you with this." So now they're conspiring together. But as we saw or we know that in the comics Agnes wants Wanda's children. Mm-hmm. She is after them. And I kind of got the hint that when Vision was saying that she didn't want Agnes you know, to babysit them, be left alone with them. She kind of was put off by that and looked at Wanda and was like, no, like you want me to hold the babies. Like you want me to take care of them. So that's what's going to happen. And then we kind of see Wanda, she had this look on her face that was kind of like, yes, you do. You are going to hold the babies. Vision, let's let her hold the babies. Manipulating her. Maybe manipulative in the way, not as so much as mind control, like Wanda manipulative, but definitely influencing her that's okay i i I could see that i i do think that there is some sort of level of trust that she has between her and agnes that she a doesn't have with anyone else and Mm -hmm. b isn't willing to take away or or, or, uh what am i trying to say like neglect from herself around vision like vision Mm -hmm. is no longer in the way of her having this connection with Agnes. And that's very clear, you know, because mm-hmm. she disregards her husband and is now free form doing magic in front of Agnes. I mean, the, the twins mm-hmm. age up from babies to five-year-olds, I think, in the span of, of seconds. And Agnes is just sitting there sipping her XYZ. You know, we don't know what's in that cup. One can say the babies are aging almost faster than Quicksilver can run. Oh my God. It's just a day of puns, everyone. Not good puns, but but they're there. Where we provide here at Amalgam. <laughs> they are there. But yeah, but Agnes does seem completely unfazed. Almost like this is natural to her. Like she she knows that this is reality and this is what's going on. So, so then we get this gorgeous title sequence that I know mm-hmm. you love uh, because of one specific aspect. So I'm going to give this one to you. We get to see baby vision. I.e. micro USB. Yes. That is the funniest <laughs> nickname I've ever heard been given to I a do, Marvel character. I have to I, I do have to give that one uh credit to Jake Ryan. He's the one who coined that phrase. I, I'm definitely stealing it from him. So if you ever hear it again, know that I was the one that told you that. Uh because that's the fact. You heard it from me. Uh it just isn't my phrase. 
So, yes, I got you. I got you. But yes, we have our we have our micro USB vision. Our little micro USB. I I wish we could see uh, him animated, but it is what it is. I thought it was very cute. That um, was the first spoiler that I saw. Like before I got to watch the show, I saw baby vision everywhere, and I was like, all right. What is this episode actually about? Because this is all I'm seeing. <laughs> was that like all over TikTok and Instagram, all those places? Or Yes, it was everywhere. Someone even sent it to me and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no I, I luckily am. I avoided. I think at this point I have feared people away from not giving me any spoilers until they know I've seen the episode. So by like Saturday at 2 p.m., that's when everything starts coming into me. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, I'm looking at my producer because he's one of the ones that is sending me stuff. Uh, <laughs> But we come back, if we circle back after the the title sequence, then we're back to S.W.O.R.D. We have Monica, she's being interrogated. She's telling us what it was like to be under Wanda's mind control. Uh, And and just the way of her describing it, the big thing that she hit on was the immense feeling of grief. And she even goes as far as to tell Hayward, I do not think that Wanda is doing this maliciously. And as we know, there's what, 3,000... 900 people that are within that town we only see about 20 of them so i'm sorry we only see about 20 of them so we can presume that the other thousands of people are the audience maybe because it is filmed in front of a live studio audience we know that that's been told from the very first episode filmed in front of a live studio audience which kind of sucks if you think about it um but again wanda's not doing this maliciously and monica makes that very clear yeah. And speaking of Monica, I also feel like we're getting a little bit of her origin story through WandaVision mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. because we hear there was just a quick like second where, you know, her scans come back blank and we can just assume that from how much power Wanda hit her with and maybe she's becoming a... I'm pretty sure her powers, because uh, she becomes spectrum, she, you know, she has her powers too. I think electromagneticism is one of her powers. So it would make mm-hmm. sense that anything, the x-ray machines, they, they just would not work on her or it would have some sort of negative feedback. So it, it is cluing into that as well. But kudos, that's exciting. We now have mutants. I mean, yes, we talked about mutants coming, but now there's more mutants. Or would, would she be a mutant or would this just be a superhero? I think she'd just be a superhero because it's it would be much like how the like Fantastic Four got their powers or even Wanda, how Wanda got hers in the MCU. Okay. I mean, it is cool. They did make more references still on the, the Monica side of things. They did make mm-hmm. references to Fantastic Four again. I think they were trying to figure out how they could get into Wanda's town without actually getting into Wanda's town. And they mentioned... Um, that they knew someone. Uh, Monica mentioned she had a friend who was an aerospace engineer. Mm-hmm. Reed Richards, perhaps. Mr. I mean, Reed Richards. Mr. Reed Richards. We talked even, about. Go ahead. I was say I even saw someone. I also thought you know Fantastic Four. I thought Reed Richards, but I saw someone uh, theorize that it could be leading into Riri Williams, Ironheart, since that's also. Oh, I'm not familiar uh, with Ironheart. Ironheart. She is basically. Uh, like female, not female Iron Man, but she's also okay. super smart, super technological whiz. Um, <laughs> and we're getting, she's getting her own TV show too. She's in the lineup for upcoming Fakes. TV shows. Fake fan over here. That's me. Uh, I will add her to my list of a thousand things to Marvel later. Oh God. Oh God. Uh, Marvel. <laughs> a thousand things to Marvel. So actually that's, look at me. I'm being clever. That was a cute line. Write that one down. A thousand things to Marvel. Anyway, so at this point, we are trying to figure out Wanda. We're trying to figure out how 
to get into her little what, the hive we called it or hex the hex, hex. the mm-hmm. hex very cute uh hayward is now trying to make wanda out to be a bad guy yes he keeps that? he keeps highlighting like every single bad thing she's ever done that she's affiliated with hydra she used her powers against the avengers and it but he did do something useful. He pointed it out that Wanda has never had an alias or he, I think he said a funny nickname. When he said that, it hit me at that moment that we've never referred to her once as Scarlet Witch oh. in the MCU. So that just, I don't know, that hyped me up because so I'm like, So maybe this are- is her becoming the Scarlet Witch. Maybe that's yes. what WandaVision is all about is a slowly mm-hmm. getting to the Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I have to say something because I, I mean, I brought it up in the last episode that I think that director Hayward is working for Hydra because of his brother working for Hydra in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I have to say something because I hated his behavior and now he is my enemy number one. Um, would it be bad to say that I it's, it's awful, but I think that he gave uh, Maria cancer. I'm going to just say it. I think that he gave Maria cancer because he wanted the director role so that he could work on, because they mentioned, they mentioned in this episode that Vision's will was that he didn't want to be used as a weapon for anyone. But when we uh, are shown Wanda breaking into S.H.I.E.L.D. and stealing Vision's body, we're seeing him being used as a weapon. I think Shiri in Infinity Wars mentioned that Vision can still be alive so long as he has a synthetic um, stone in his head. I don't know why I said it like that, but that's the way I said it. Um, But that's how he can come back to life. So I think that despite Vision having his own will, S.H.I.E.L.D. was still trying to weaponize him for his own gain. And that's why, I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit, Mm -hmm. but that's why later on when Wanda comes out of her hex, she puts all of the guns to Hayward because she Mm -hmm. knows that guy is not good. Or less of a good word. Yeah, I think she I think she has had previous beef with Mr. Haywood. Mm-hmm. And I there's I saw a theory as well, I think on TikTok, um, that Wanda when she went and saved or I say saved because um, instead of stealing Vision's body, mm-hmm. someone was saying maybe she was actually saving him because she knew what plans that they had for him and that right. they were trying to weaponize him. So really, we don't know if Hayward is actually maybe he's upset with Wanda for doing so because he had other plans for Vision's body. I would think so. I think this whole time he's been trying to get Vision's body back, you know, and now he has found Vision's body and that's his main goal is to get the body back because he's mm-hmm. the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. He wants his toys back. I This guy sucks. I hate him. Yeah. And I also fine. didn't do, I didn't do research enough on Haywood, but I want to know how long he has been working like with Monica, like how long have our main characters known him and how long has he been with S.W.O.R.D.? Because a part of me also for a split second thought, maybe he came, maybe he is from, I mean, I don't, yeah, no, I don't think this theory anymore, but I did think like, maybe he's from a different, he is from a different reality and he came you in like and a, he's like, oh, okay. Oh, and, um, I, uh, I, have, I have to, I, we got to get to these theories. I am going to pause here for a second, just because we are getting to the commercial break. Um, so I want to talk about the commercial break within the show. Actually, no, screw that. I'm going to talk about our commercial break first. Actually, no, I'm going to talk about the other thing because my producer hasn't put the list of uh, shows in the sidebar yet. So this is me breaking the fourth wall, kind of like how Wanda yeeted uh, Monica out her fourth wall. Um, I think that the Lagos commercial in this episode was so rude. I thought that it was the most painful thing I've ever seen. 
I, I get it. I get why they did it. But what was the quote that they said at the end? It was um, for when you make a mess, you didn't mean to. Like, come on, mean. She really did That's not so mean to do that. I, but I get it. You know, the the we've already talked about how the commercials are tapping into Wanda Psyche and how they are a reflection of the things that she finds the most traumatic. And I've talked about it before. Um, that commercials are supposed to be your break from all things crazy. They're supposed to be a relapse or a repri uh, reprieve from chaos. So it's interesting that they use these commercials as such a negative. Um, yeah, I don't know. How'd you feel about it? I, same thing. I was like, that's such a like F you to Wanda. Well, I don't know. Well, now I'm like, are, is Wanda creating these commercial breaks? Because if so, it must be her subconscious, like everything she's repressed coming forward, which mm. is really sad if that's the case. I yeah, I just, it could but also why do you be. you think she's letting it be shown? Because we've already seen that Wanda in the past can edit her shows and what she is releasing. Do you think that's her way of showing the audience, I still care about these things and I am trying to acknowledge these things as an as something I'm trying to work on? Yeah. Well, actually, now that I think about it, if this isn't Wanda alone working through this, maybe she doesn't know about the commercial breaks. Maybe oh. she, I mean, I know she can edit her, the shows as they're airing, but it could be someone else behind the scenes who is deciding what is shown during these commercials. That's fair. And what isn't. Speaking of breaks from reality and talking about capitalism, here's a couple of our shows that we have going on. I, I've talked about them before. They're great and wonderful. Here we go. Starting on Monday. Us. Duh, you're already here. Tuesday, Horror Whores. Did you guys hear that? I got it right this time. Horror Whores. Horror Whores. I'm not going to jinx it. Wednesday, we have co-op mode. Uh, Thursday, the ooh-ooh, ooh-ooh, Squadcast. Friday, Taunt Talk, our arch nemesis. Saturday, I only say that because... The ratings are similar. Saturday, we've got Gamers for Life. Again, I don't have to explain this. You nerds know what it is. And then Sunday, the Nerd Bunch, not to be confused with the Nerd Brunch podcast, because that other one doesn't exist. There's the list, guys. Um, watch as many as you can, but as you know, only come for us because we're your favorite. Moving rightly on. I love the support here. <laughs> <laughs> so much support. It's great. It's what I do. I Here's the thing, guys. This is my thing. Vivian's got the opening and the closing. This is my one time to shine. And I'm going to do it. And she does it so well. Thank you. Thank you. But, okay, wait. We come back from the, the Lagos uh, commercial break, and we see the cute little Billy and Tommy standing over the kitchen sink, and they have the little doggy that they found. Is this is this before? Don't we go to um, Vision at his office before we before this happens, or is it the dog first, then the office, and then Wanda coming in and catching? Uh, Vision comes after. Okay, okay, okay. Vision okay. comes after, right after the whole Sparky situation. Oh, sweet little Sparky. But yeah, we've got we've got the boys age five now, and they're playing with some bubbles in the sink. You know, they're it's very cute and kitschy, and it's clear that the that we've aged up and we're not even thinking about it. Mm -hmm. um, but they found a dog. A sweet little dog outside. Yes. And I actually, uh, I did a little bit of research because I was like, who is Sparky? I want to know more about him. And I actually found that he's a reference to a synthesoid dog created by Vision when he created his own family of, uh, of androids. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there was a whole, sorry, I'll let you go. There, just, there was a whole thing with uh, Wanda creating a synthesoid vision but that didn't really work out kind of like what's happening now only it didn't work out so that synthesoid vision kind of went off and made his own little synthesoid family and that's where this sparky came in 
but it's we love just, we love a family yeah. of androids which i also learned fun fact the only reason i was so like oh this is a cute fact is because i found out that vision has two kids and one of them is named viv oh my god and such that's a me. cute fact just ugh, she's adorable guys vivian's great can we just can we just let that be known if you're gonna say anything in the comments this time just say how adorable vivian is i guarantee episode six will just start off amazing if you do that um no, thanks <laughs> But yeah, so we've got their cute, adorable kids, and Wanda comes in and kind of explains to them, you know, oh, you found this dog, how cute, I don't think that you guys are, are ready for it yet, I think Agnes comes in at this, no, not yet, not just yet, not till Vision comes into the room, but Agnes, not Agnes, why am I saying that, Wanda comes in and lets them know that, you know, you're, you're not old enough yet, so what do the boys do, they age up again, like it doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. Vision comes in at this point and he sees the boys with the dog and this is where your cute little comment of we're not of the same mind comes in, you know, because again, Wanda is making it very clear that she does not care about his opinion. It's her reality and we are all just players in it. Mm-hmm. And even Vision, even Vision is becoming a pawn, which is so sad because ideally, you know, this was supposed to be Wanda and Vision together. I mean, the show is called WandaVision, but of course this is we know it's more so Wanda just trying to cope with her trauma and trying to do things the way she wants to so that she can, you know, feel okay. It's actually really heartbreaking. It is. I mean, we're not going to think about it, though. We're just going to let it happen. <laughs> so, of course, Agnes comes in right when we need it with the exact item that they need, a cute little dog house. And, you know, Vision, again, points out the, the strangeness of it. Wanda then uses her powers again in front of... Um, Agnes and it's like it's just very clear that that things are about to come to an impasse and I am so ready for it and what does Wanda do she sends him off to work because she just can't deal with him getting in her business mm-hmm. and then here at the at the I'm the computer agency whatever job it is, <laughs> I, don't, is I don't even think cares. they know what it is that's when he does get to see that email from sword mm-hmm. sword is able to infiltrate their computer system and send over an email which was really creepy. There was a creepy moment where all of the coworkers read that email in unison mm. and it was kind of off-putting. I, I loved it because it, it makes it very clear that there are ways to get into, you know, the, the, Wanda can be broken and we're seeing these little slips and things. I, even, even the fact Wanda that Wanda is broken. Wanda is broken. Wanda's broken, guys. But I like that Vision was able to tap into um, Norm's mind. I, can I talk about that for just a second? Of course I can. It's a podcast. I, <laughs> I was so sad at the fact that, that he, he broke Norm. Norm is, is, is normal now. He's like, God, it's all Wanda. This is Wanda's fault. I need to call my sister. Like, give me a Wait, call. I'm going to stop you right there. He He's does fine. not say it's Wanda's fault. He oh. says she. She's in my mind. She's doing this. Oh, okay. All right. You got me there. She's in charge of this. Back to Agnes again. It could be. Who knows? Um, But the the thing that broke me was that Vision put him back. He brought him (laughs) back. Vision, yeah. what are you doing? This man is struggling. And he's like, oh, God. Oh, whoa. Vision said, all right, that's enough from you. Yikes. Let me, let me put that back where I found it. Like, no. What are you doing? Which is like, that's a good thing to, like, to just point out that Vision could have right there and then reset everyone in his office. Everyone. And he's as fast as Quicksilver. He could have done it so quick. Wanda wouldn't have even known. And what would it have mattered? At that point, we know that, that Wanda has the ability, ability to create new people. Why is she using these real people? 
Why? Explain that to me, Marvel, please. I'll give you time. I am confusion. I am confusion. Yeah, that's so it makes perfect sense as to why Vision would come back to Wanda fuming and they do their little levitation hilarity, you know, and, and oh my God. And Wanda's like, I'm not doing this roll the credits. We're not having a fight right now. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. I, I wish I could do that. The episode. I thought that that was going to be the end of the episode and they were just going to end it. And I would have gone straight to, you know what? Fuck it. I would have gone straight to Tumblr. Sorry. I cursed again and, and brought back Tumblr just for this rant because <laughs> that is not okay. <laughs> but before that action, before that happened, before we had our Wanda versus vision, uh, superhero moment really quick. Um, we did have Sword infiltrate Wanda's bubble when they sent the drone with the oh, missile. Oh, yeah. And I we got to see, yeah, and Wanda stepped out, walked out of this bubble she in her, her full, you know, Avengers gear. Or not Avengers, but what we usually see her in in the Avengers films. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, accent and everything. That was the first thing I, or not first thing, but I was like, yeah, is she going to go back to normal? Ultron, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she just warns him, you know, don't mess with my home again and... I don't know. I just thought that was a very, I think you mentioned this earlier when the guns were pointed at Hayward. Um, and Monica brings up the fact that, you know, I know that you can trust me. So something happened, something happened. Oh, oh, and, and they do like this little flash forward thing when at the very beginning, when Monica is talking about um, her traumatic experience, there's a little flashback and it's really quick, but if you pause it on one of the frames, there's a moment of Wanda just crying she's on the ground crying and we actually have not seen this shot anywhere in any of the movies we have not seen it in um any of wandavision yet so i don't know if that is a flashback or a flash forward to something that's going to happen maybe wanda um had a moment with monica in the very beginning of building this town you know maybe when when monica first got into got sucked in the town wasn't what it was then or what it is now so Mm -hmm. i don't know but it's very clear that monica feels like Wanda can trust her. And I think Wanda thinks so too. Yeah. Well, I mean, with Wanda being able to tap into their minds, I'm sure Wanda can also, like they have a connection Mm. or they had a connection when she was under her mind control. So she must know that, you know, Monica has those good intentions and is there to help. Unlike, you know, Hayward, who is clearly sees Wanda as a villain. Of course he said it. He said a missile in there. It was supposed to be a covert operation of Monica just talking to Wanda trying to figure out what's going on like how you doing girl nah missile her missile her like what are you doing yeah no baby no but Um, i did i loved seeing the scene where she steps out of this what can you show me the action of you loved it one more time what was that it's from the armpits and up is that (laughs) (laughs) i was channeling my inner wand inner my inner wanda envision you know when they like It was, it was cute. It was good. I got it. Thanks. No, but I loved it. I loved it so much because we, we see her, we see Wanda for what Wanda is, mm-hmm. what we know her as. And we see how powerful she is. Do you know, like she stepped out of that bubble. Like it was nothing. What did you think she was doing with the red force field with on, on the hex? Cause she, as she walked into the hex again, it went from this blue kind of television uh, static to this red, just, and we, we know that red is a big theme, you know, and not that we're doing an English essay, AP English essay, but we know that red is a common theme in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she's walking back in, we're seeing it spread all across the hex. And it's not necessarily explained, but we know something has hit the fan. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought with the red, I just thought like, mm, 
powerful that that she's just all consuming. Like her power is really just all consuming now. So they go back inside, you know, we have the little fly off between Wanda and Vision. Mm-hmm. And and we're getting close to the end here. So we're going to get to start theorizing soon, which is our favorite part. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Wanda tries to end it. Vision is is like, no, nah, fuck that. We're going to talk. Damn, I did it again. Uh, we're going to talk. <laughs> we're going to talk about this. We're going to get to the nitty gritty of it. You cannot do this. He's like, I talked to Norm and people are suffering. This is this cannot be what you wanted right um and there's this really delicate moment between wanda and vision where they're sitting at the couch and he's like i i don't like this and i I don't think this is what we were meant to be and you know there's that knock on the door and wanda looks at vision and says i didn't do that you know i I, i'm not the one that's controlling it i i I was at the beginning but i don't know anymore but that wasn't me um which definitely leads into your theory of of multiple people being in control well she even says as they're arguing or once things start you know simmering down she says um uh, what was it she's like do you think that i'm really controlling everything that somehow she's controlling everyone in westview um Mm -hmm. oh she says i don't know how this all started in the first place and i really do think maybe she a few she was saying some things just to calm vision down but i do think there was some truth behind that because there's a moment where you just see it on her face and she i don't know it looks reflective like you know, I don't know how this all started. I just know that I'm here and I can do what I want with it. Right. I, I, but it, for me, it was the moment where Vision says, I, he's like, I, I want, to, basically, I want to believe you, but at this point, I'm just ignoring statistics. Mm-hmm. You know, what a, what a solid F you to Wanda. Cause it, as she said it last episode, I'm doing all of this for you. And I think she truly stands by that. So for the one person that you're doing, all of this for you're you're essentially ruining lives to make someone else's life honestly exist yeah well i think before i think her original intentions were to do this all for vision but mm-hmm. now i think it's it's clear that it's become all for herself like mm-hmm. vision clearly wants nothing to do with this anymore and she's kind of forcing him to follow along the script that she's creating and she doesn't even know who he is he can't remember anything beyond this and how troubling for him especially going back to the idea that vision never wanted his body to be used as a weapon and i get that technically wanda isn't using it as a weapon but i don't think he ever wanted to be reincarnated mm-hmm. you know or, or maybe he did i don't know but this is not what he wanted and that's very very clear um, and then Evan Peters. Well, we already, whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then that guy with the hair comes in. I, it, it, there's so much talk about Evan Peters. I, I'm not even going to deal with that right now. You're welcome to. I just, I, I'm going to wait for episode six to talk about Evan Peters because he showed up. We get it. Marvel and, and X-Men. We've talked about that. We all knew that was going to come one way or another. So we can mm-hmm. drill that into the ground. What I want to know is your theories. All right. So my theory, some of these things we didn't even, the things that like tie into my theories, we didn't Mm -hmm. even touch or I didn't mention. But for one, of course, I have to mention it. I do think that Wanda literally, quite literally made a deal with the devil, my devil guy, Mephisto, which led her to, I guess, be placed in this bubble. I think she had, he came to her or something happened where they have this agreement where, you know what, you get this little bubble, you can do what you want with it, but there's some type of like clause here, you know, he obviously gets his end of it, but we don't know what that is yet. Um, And, or, and, or Agnes is working with Mephisto behind the scenes and, you know, and there's there's things in the episode that led you to believe this, to believe the whole, 
Mephisto theory. Yeah. Were there any clues or hints in this episode that kind of tied more into that theory for you? Not, no, not this episode. I'm still basing mostly off. Well, actually, yeah, Evan Peters, bringing Evan Peters into it. I originally thought while watching the, the, like it unfold, I thought, okay, Mephisto from the X-Men universe put through Evan Peters into the, sent him over here to this universe so that, I I don't know, whatever deal they have. He's, he's just soul hopping for you. Just whoever's convenient. I swear. The next episode, anyone knew, is it, it's going to be the mailman next time, isn't it? It's Mephisto's the mailman. I wrote down something about the mailman. (laughs) I, where is it? Hold on. I did. I wrote something in my notes. I was like, this mailman has become too significant for him to be known. He's like, he says something, but he has lines. He says more than that girl from that one pool party episode. Not Dottie? pool party, but no, not Dottie, but Dottie's little minions. Oh my god! It, I just—I'll give it to you. I will say the mailman in this episode. He's saying some eerie stuff, which is leading us again to believe that the people are somewhat cognizant of what's happening, but have to play along with you know. Say it's kind of the same as as Monica's Kevlar suit turning into her outfit. It's like everyone is just playing the roles for Wanda. And I feel like the mailman is doing it too. He can tell you she's a psychotic, crazy person, but he has to say it in a cute little mailman way of, your mom knows what's going on. Your mom, your mom knows everything that's going on in town. Uh, is that your only theory for this episode? No. <laughs> I also, this is my last theory. Oh, I actually, no. I didn't, I didn't come up with this one on my own. I read oh, into God, this one and I've come. my theory. I'm going to be really offended. Be careful with your next words. I don't think it, I know, I think I know yours is the, that other guy, but it's mine's a different guy. It's the yes. No, mine is Grim Reaper. I think Grim Reaper bought, brought Vision back. I don't think Wanda did. Can you? Because, and I didn't notice this. not re- revolving around someone connected with death. Like that um, is their MO. Uh, no. Okay, just, just no, no, because so that is everywhere, Jasmine. <laughs> the devil's in the details. Oh my gosh. Quote uh, Agnes. Quote no, Agnes. because I didn't pick up on this, I but I did read it over the weekend that in the ep- second episode in the title sequence, um, they hinted at Sparky the dog because there was a bone, but right next to that bone, it was Grim Reaper's helmet. Mm. So kind of we can hint or I took it as, okay, so maybe Grim Reaper is involved here. And when Wanda had that whole speech or that whole spiel with the kids saying like, we can't bring people back to the dead. And Agnes asks her like, wait, you can, like, you can do that. You can bring people back. Wanda doesn't answer. She doesn't say yes or no. It could be because she can't, she really can't. And she had help from, well, we don't know. Maybe it was this other person. Maybe it was Grim Reaper who she made a deal with to bring Vision back, put him and placed him here. And now, you know. I'm going to, I'm going to, because everything you've said today, I could put in Dormammu in instead. Um, so Please, in, and this is it. my, this, thank you. So in, in my theorizings, um, again, I'm making up new words, which I love. There is, um, in, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., there was a moment where they found the Darkhold book. Uh, this Darkhold book is a, it's basically a connected or connection to Dormammu. If we, if you're remembering from from oh my god what is the the, okay, the doctor strange dormammu was mm-hmm. his big enemy and the the big thing for dormammu was that he wanted to control every reality he wanted to break out of the dark realm and just take over all of reality now the dark world is a book where it gives its holder whatever they desire i believe and and this theory actually comes from pop culture to explain but i've done more research on it and just really went ham 
But I do believe that maybe Wanda or, or even, you know, your guys, your devil guys, maybe they gave Wanda this book for her to be able to get what she desired. And as we know, the only thing that she desired is to have a happy, normal life with those she loved, i.e. Petrov and Ambition. So they gave her access, just like you're saying, they granted her the ability to get what she desired. The only caveat for me is that it's helping Dormammu get access to Wanda, who has the ability to break realities. And that's all that Dormammu has ever wanted, is to bring darkness everywhere. And so I think little by little, and that's why slowly Wanda's not able to A, control the babies, her powers are going kind of crazy. I think it's because slowly but surely Dormammu is sucking away her powers to be able to break out. And maybe that's the catalyst. Maybe that's the big thing that Mm -hmm. happens. The more that Wanda uses her powers for whatever the hex is or whatever's happening, it's really Dormammu sucking away her her power for him so that he can break out and do whatever kind of dirty deeds he plans on doing. Yeah, that's interesting. So it does, it sounds like when it comes down to it, whoever our big bad is, whoever this villain is, mm-hmm. essentially they just, they want Wanda's power. They want Wanda. They want to use yeah. her like she's using everyone else. And it's like they're, they're bribing her with this false reality, giving her what she's always wanted, mm-hmm. right? It is unfortunate. I I'm I see it every time. I'm excited. Uh, I'm ready to see. I'm excited. I'm not. She started this episode saying there's nothing that Marvel can do to surprise her anymore, and now she's like, I'm so excited to I'm see excited. what we get. <laughs> I, impresses make me bleed, uh, or so whatever Shakespeare line is. I want to know. I want them to surprise me. I, I'm mm-hmm. excited for the opportunity for them to surprise me. But again, I gotta say it. I don't think they can. Yeah. Do you have Do you have anything that you want to see within the? Ne- Wait, really quick. I want to bring this back up. Next episode is episode six, and we made a bet in our first episode for episode six. I don't and remember. Yeah, but I think we? yours was that you wanted to see Nick Fury see by Nick episode Fury. six. I think we're gonna. You still think we're gonna see Nick Fury? Yeah. Nick Fury's in space somewhere. Shut up. You don't know that. You don't know where he is. He could be yeah. anywhere. It's been weeks. Um, what was yours? You you said you wanted mine to was Mephisto that he would be that he'd some unravel himself by this episode. Well, unravel. I hope he stays wrapped up tight in whatever holding cell he's in. Um, uh, you know what? Now I hope that we do see Nick Nick Fury and it's Mephisto in disguise. What would we? Oh my god! <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't think that's going like to happen. Both, but it would, is the one chip challenge the thing that we said we'd do? Is something ridiculous? The um, what? Oh no, we said, I think you said that if you oh, won, I had to dress up as Wanda. And if you won, you had to dress up as Vision. No, I think I said, I think I said Nick Fury, or I gave you the option of Mephisto. You gave me the option. I have, I was, oh, you did. You did. Oh my God. Right. Oh God, Nick Fury, please show up. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Ah, because I don't want to put on another bald cap. Oh. Any hoodle. There's a lot that's happening, guys. Thank you for listening and hanging out. I feel like I'm, I'm, we're getting towards the end, correct? Or am I just ending this for no reason at all? No, I think so. That was, we, this was such a, it wasn't a long episode, but there was so much to just unpack and go through. Us talking or the episode itself? Oh, no. The, both. Because <laughs> I'm like, I feel like we've been talking for three and a half hours, which we have. You're welcome. Not for you, but for us. Again, lots of errors this morning. This is Okay. It gave us a chance to really, you know, air out our thoughts. 
Yeah, that's what we're going to call it. No, it was really great. There was a lot to talk about in this episode. And I feel like we're heading, I, again, I say it all the time. I feel like we're heading in a very good direction. We're opening up. Uh, now we've got the X-Men That's that's been solidified. That idea we had been talking about since episode one of our podcast. So at least we can check that box off now. We've got a few more boxes, Mephisto. Um, will Vision ever really understand that he is not alive. There are a few little things that we still kind of need in order to have a, a happy audience viewing. But maybe maybe knows. Vision will become a Wonder Man. Maybe or whatever that name is. Maybe. You know, we'll maybe see. it'll be in the next in the Halloween episode where we talk about death and discovery. Yeah. I've I've real I'm come to the conclusion I think they're gonna give it I think that's gonna be the last episode, the Halloween episode for some reason. So much. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see them in their traditional outfits. They tease because they've been teasing a lot, especially in the X Men universe. They always tease about showing their traditional outfits that we're used to, and then we never actually get to see them in it. Uh, yeah. So it, it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. Right. Well, imagine this: it's the last episode. It's the Halloween episode. They're in their traditional outfits, but then something happens that breaks her bubble, and she's in actual reality and turns her Halloween costume into her actual, you know. Get up. Players everywhere. They're giving you material. Like they're giving it to you. TikTokers, that that transition. Be ready for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I I'm ready. I'm ready for it. That's all I've got on this subject because I am exhausted and would like to refill my coffee. So. Me too. I th- I think that's um that's a wrap. And again, we'd love to hear your theories, your questions. Uh, we have an in a podcast Instagram. That should be up and running soon. So you can send all of your questions and theories there. It would It's mm-hmm. a, the Amalgam Podcast. Yes, it's the Amalgam Podcast yeah. Instagram. There's also a uh, TikTok under the same thing. Don't be afraid of seeing nothing on it because I'm lazy <laughs> and haven't done it yet. But I promise you there will be trending dances and Vivian and myself on there in cosplay talking about WandaVision. I, I don't know in cosplay. I, we're going to be talking as ourselves. Who knows? There might be cosplay, especially if I lose this bet. Um, <laughs> any little guys, thank you. I'm going to throw it to Vivian so she can tell you guys to leave. All right, guys. Bye. <laughs> see, see you <laughs> next time. No, thank you for listening. And we look forward to next week's episode. Thank you for listening to the Amalgam podcast. Amalgam is a part of the Nerdy Bunch production. This show is produced by Ivan Gonzalez, Jasmine Page, and Vivian Ferreira. For additional content, please follow us on Instagram at The Amalgam Podcast and on TikTok at Amalgam Podcast. And if you're feeling extra spicy, you can also visit us at www.mynerdybunch.com forward slash amalgam. Hope to see you guys there.